Welcome to Drop the Bags, Bitch, the podcast, where we talk about healing from traumatic marriages and divorces. I'm your host, Melinda Gerdung, certified life coach, domestic violence survivor, and the divorce coach for women who want to get over their ex and live their best life. Hello, my friends. So last week, I was at an ugly sweater Christmas party, and the conversation had gone to mental illness because one of the women there owned this sort of assisted living facility for the severely mentally ill, like people with very advanced schizophrenia and stuff. And so the question was posed that can't those people get better with like therapy or treatment uh, medication and stuff? And the woman asking this question said she had anxiety and depression and so she wanted to know like do people with mental illness get better and two things kind of came from that conversation the first being that schizophrenia and anxiety and depression have two different classifications like they're not in the same classification of mental illness as each other Like you can do therapy with someone with anxiety and depression, but not so much with someone with severe schizophrenia because they straight up aren't living in the same world. Like you can't even reach them. As to the answer of do people with mental illness get better, the consensus we came to was yes and no. So people with severe mental illness like schizophrenia do not. It is not curable, but it can only be managed. And then less severe things like anxiety and depression can be greatly improved with medication and therapy. But I do not think they necessarily go away depending on why you have them. I had a bout of depression during my divorce, but it was very situational. Like, as soon as I was out of that situation, my mental health improved. But that might not be the case for someone whose brain is experiencing a chemical imbalance. And in my own experience, my anxiety and PTSD have not gone away. Not even with treatment. They have greatly improved, like vastly improved. And my ability to handle and cope have improved drastically but they're not gone. And I do not think they will. I could be wrong. Someday down the line, they could just go away, but I don't think that they will. And you know, the greatest improvement I ever made to my anxiety and PTSD was when I stopped wanting or needing them to go away. For so long, I was desperate for them to go away. Like, I thought that I couldn't have a good life while I was having them. I thought it meant that I was too broken and too damaged. And so whenever I would have the symptoms or the expression of the anxiety or the PTSD, I would get so upset about it. Like, I would take the suffering of the PTSD or anxiety and top it off with beating myself up for having those things and wishing I was different and thinking about how horrible and unfair my life was and it was adding to my suffering and it wasn't until I asked myself if this never goes away how do I want to relate to it how do I want to think about it how do I want to think about myself 
And that made a huge difference. Like the resistance and fight went out and compassion came in. Once I accepted anxiety and PTSD as part of my life, my experience of them changed radically. It was much less extreme. Because then when I was having symptoms or expression of anxiety or PTSD, instead of fighting it and trying to stop it and beating myself up about it, I started helping myself through it. I started supporting myself through the experience. And when I started doing that, the symptoms lasted much less time. They passed so much quicker and they were so much less severe. Like by being so desperate for anxiety or, or panic attacks not to happen, I was actually making them worse or making them bigger. When I stopped fighting them, they got smaller. And it stopped feeling like a big deal. Like it became so much easier to handle. It was like before I had been making it worse when I was fighting it. And when I stopped fighting it and started taking care of myself through it, the whole experience became easier. And what used to seem like a horrible life sentence of misery now seems like not such a big deal. Like maybe it will go away, maybe it won't, but I'm okay either way. And that has been so freeing because there will always be things that are out of our control but we can always choose what we make those things mean about ourselves and our life. And this is what is always in our control. And if you listen to this podcast, you have probably experienced some kind of abusive relationship, right? That is something that is outside of your control. That happened. You are not responsible for the actions of other people, but there are probably after effects of the abuse. Right? In my case, I had PTSD from that. That is also outside of my control. My body was responding in a way that was outside of my control. I didn't choose that. What I am responsible now for is what I do next and how I think about myself, how I think about my life, how I think about my experiences, and what I want them to mean about me and my future. Right? The option is there. I could have looked at myself and decided that I was broken and my life was doomed and used what happened to me as an excuse to limit my future. I could have done that. I chose not to. I chose to accept myself as I am, PTSD and anxiety and all, and decided that just because I experience those things, it does not mean that I can't have a great life. It doesn't mean that I can't go after my dreams. It doesn't mean that I can't have great relationships now. I took my power back by deciding on purpose what I was going to think about myself and my life. And I would invite you to choose to think about yourself and your life in a way that invites more ease and more peace in. Because you can control that. In life, we actually have control over so little of our external circumstances but taking control of what you can control is so empowering releasing control of what you can't and only seizing control of what you can control is so peaceful 
it's like living the serenity prayer, right? Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So that's what I would invite you to consider this week is what have you been trying to control that is outside of your control? And how can you release that? And what is inside of your control that you haven't been taking control over? And how can you take responsibility for that? Best place to start is how you are thinking about yourself and about your life and about your future. That is the ultimate place of our own power, our own control. And if you want help with this, make sure you sign up for the free mini session with me and we can talk about it and we can walk through and I can give you tips and strategies and help in order to to accomplish this in your own life. The link will be in the show notes. And until next time, my friends, be well. Hey, my friends, if you're ready to get serious about your healing, I have a video of exactly how to recover from a toxic relationship. You can download it at melindagerdongcoaching.com slash subscribe. See you soon.